0: Hello, hello, hello. Greetings from Marauder Territory. Our show today is a special one. You might want to prepare by grabbing yourself a box of tissues. You see, there's just something special about this time of year. Something special in particular about high school graduation. I'm sure it's something that every single listener out there can relate to. It's the closing of a chapter and the opening of a new chapter, an unknown chapter, an unfamiliar chapter, a chapter that is full of possibilities, anxieties, and joy ahead. Our show today is a compilation of conversations between seniors from the class of 2019 and their parents. their parents who work at Menachi and have had the privilege of witnessing the high school journey of their child every day for the past four years. At the end of the episode, you will be treated with a different type of interview, a special interview, not between um, a Menachee staff member and their student graduating this year, but a father-daughter interview, a father-daughter that both work as teachers at Menachee. You guessed it. I convinced my dad, Dave Kuntz, to come into the studio. So we hope you enjoy the show, and as always, if you would like to be a guest on our podcast, Meet Me at Menachi A Walk Down Memory Lane, give us a call, contact us. We would love to get you down here, and remember to stay golden. Hi. Hello. Welcome to Meet Me at Menachi, A Walk Down Memory Lane. This is a special episode featuring teachers at Menachi High School and their students, their own children that are uh, graduating from Menachee this year. In studio today, we have Mr. Bob Sundry and Mr. Gary Sundry. And we're gonna start off with Bob.
1: Yes, my name is Bob Sundry. I teach social studies here at Menachee High School. And I have some questions for my son, Gary Sundry. Gary, do you enjoy school here at Menachee?
2: Thank you, Bob. I enjoy school very much here at Menachee. It has been a very pleasurable four years here.
1: Well, how was was high school different for you because your dad was a teacher on this campus?
2: Well, I didn't get any privileges or anything, but it was definitely useful to have my dad here to take stuff to school, large bags and such. Uh, Maybe talk to some teachers or you know, counselors are saying, hey, Gary needs this, etc."
1: What kind of student were you or are you?
2: Well, I like to think of myself as a student who, is, uh, who perseveres a lot, very academically focused and dedicated to academics.
1: So just like your father?
2: No, not at all. <laughs> what do you do for fun? Well, for fun, um, I like to drum, um, play video games, hang out with friends, you know, typical stuff of a teenage boy.
1: So all those backpacking trips we took, that wasn't fun?
2: You know, it was fun, but I felt like I was carrying you with the bag the whole time.
1: Hey, how do you think your classmates are going to remember you?
2: They will probably remember me for being drumline captain and Cal Poly. A lot of people know me through that, know that I'm going to Cal Poly. And academics, too, because I'm very recognized by my classmates for my academic achievement.
1: All right. Well, what are going to be your best memories of grade school and high school, even maybe middle school?
2: Well, to be honest, I didn't have a good experience in middle school, mostly because it was a very um, weird time, like for all teenage boys and girls. But, whoops. uh, High school, my most memorable experience would, I would say, being here with my dad, but that would be a lie. Um, You know, meeting new people, making new friends, becoming drumline captain pushing myself and exceeding boundaries academically that I never thought that I would exceed starting high school as a freshman.
1: Were there any teachers uh, who had a particularly strong influence on your life? If So tell me about them.
2: Yeah, there's this one history teacher. Um, He's in the U building. He's a great guy. Some, I consider him to be my father. Mr. Ishida, he really had... An impact on me and how I viewed the world. Um, he was a great teacher. He's a very good teacher academically, and he also pushed his students um, through a little bit of criticism, but mostly through a drive just to push his students to do good, not even just for himself, but for the students themselves and for academic interest and etc. There are plenty of more teachers too, but to save time, I'll just name one.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to have a long talk with Mr. Ishida. All right. Do you have any favorite stories that you can uh, recollect from school? Let me think about that for a moment. We'll come back to that question. I'll think about it. All right. Well, before you leave Manachi, what is the one thing you want me to know or remember?
2: Well, I know you're going to miss me when I'm off in college, so I want you to remember that even though geography, geographically, I'm in a different location, I will always be with you. We always have the memories we made at Menachi, and, you know, I'm always just a text or phone call
1: away. So just to remember that. Wow. Okay. Um, so. Let's go back to the stories. Is there any stories that that just jump out that you can think of, band, or winter line, or on campus? The time you got in trouble for wearing blue shoestrings on your... Oh, yeah. (laughs) So this was
2: freshman year when I was just a baby, a little baby, an innocent young child. Going to high school, I had blue shoes, blue Nike shoes. I think I was wearing like a Adidas white shirt, jeans maybe, I'm not sure. But the shoes were blue. They were like a, not a navy blue, more like a sky blue. And I wore these shoes to school every day, the whole entire year. And Towards the end of the year, I got in trouble by this um, security guard that people would call uh, the Terminator, I believe his name was, I don't know his actual name, but he got me in trouble for wearing shoes that were blue because the laces were blue and the shoes themselves were blue. I wasn't wearing anything else blue, nothing else blue, but the shoes were blue and the laces were blue. So he counted that as double blue and he said I needed to go to the office to change them with yarn and like I almost cried because I was like a freshman, I thought I was in serious trouble. So I ended up switching my laces with my friend, Matt. He gave me his black laces. And yeah, it's my most memorable, tragic moment of high school.
0: All right, so uh, right now we're going to turn the microphone over to Gary uh, to ask some questions um, to his dad. Don't look.
2: Do you remember what was going through your head when you first saw me when I was
1: born? Wow, um yeah, I remember um, looking at the clock, but I can't remember what time it was and I was uh, extremely my uh, my adrenaline was just all over the place. I felt like I had a ton of energy, but I also at the same time felt like I had no energy. It's really weird to explain, but
2: Now it's cute and emotional, but I know that's not true at all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. anyways. How did you choose my name? It's an obvious question.
1: You should know this. <laughs> uh, well, originally, I wanted to name you Robert Lennon Sundry. You know, because you're not know, John Lennon. <laughs> but uh, your mother as you know this, but your mother's brother passed away from leukemia, and so you got his name. So you are Gary Michael Sundry. So,
2: What was I like as a baby and as a young child? Was I hyper? Was I calm? What was I like?
1: Um, you were extremely easy. Um, you know, I took you camping at an early age. You did great up in the mountains. You, you were pretty patient from what I remember. Um, a little uh, emotional. Like you could, uh, you know, get upset if I got angry at you. So I had to kind of tame myself a little bit. And be more constructive.
2: Do you remember any of the songs you used to sing to me? Can you sing
1: them now? (laughs) No, I can't sing them now. I couldn't even sing them then. Um, But you were a big, big Bob Marley fan. I just didn't get it. But um, we tried Yellow Submarine and all that stuff. That was more of a your, your sister's thing. But you, uh, we'd put Bob Marley on, and you would just be calm. You'd stop crying. You'd be smiling. Um, yeah, even your Uncle Rick would say, you know, Gary, want to listen to Bob Marley? Bob Marley?
2: <laughs> what were the hardest moments you had when I was growing up?
1: Well, you know, the surgery. We don't talk about that too much, but... Um, I felt like the entire weight of the universe. Was, I get choked up now thinking about it, but um, that was the hardest time of my entire life, without exception. It's pretty deep.
2: What was it like to see me every day of my high school experience?
1: You know, okay, it was awesome. It is awesome. Um, and you know, you don't think it's going to end. And now we're at a couple of weeks, or my gosh, a week, and now it's ending. So I won't see you in my classroom, hanging out with your friends and all that stuff. So, But it has been a, a giant blessing for me.
2: If you could do everything again, would you raise me differently?
1: No, I wouldn't do a thing different. I wouldn't do a thing different. You came out a million times better than I ever thought I could, you know, I would I would think you were you're you're uh, you're amazing thank you dad can I have my $20 now (laughs) no you're not
2: getting that what advice would you give me about raising my own kids
1: um nurture them uh if they want to do something uh back them up be patient allow mistakes um, encourage mistakes. Encourage the child to try stuff. And if the child doesn't like it, let them move on. You know, and uh, don't let them think that because they they failed something that it was a, a failure. It's it's all it's all learning. And you'll keep doing that the rest of your life. What are your dreams for me in the future and now? Well, I want you to become a uh, you know. I want you to be happy with what you do, okay? That's the whole key for me is just to be, I'm lucky, I love what I do, okay? So that's what I want for you. I want you to be extremely happy with what you do to me that's what success is, okay?
2: Last question. Are you proud of me?
1: (laughs) Yeah, sometimes. (laughs) I'm always proud of you. Yeah. I wish, you know, I, you know, my brothers and uh, your uncles, they always ask me, how did you turn out so great? And you know, I just, I just, I don't know. I just, I'm just amazed at how you, you came out. You're, you know, a much, much better person than I was at your age.
0: Greetings from Menachie High School. This is part two of our graduation special. Today in studio we have Melissa Gianetto and her daughter Madison Gianetto.
3: Hi, my name is Melissa Gianetto. I went to Menachie High School and graduated in 1994. Um, Now I'm back. I've been teaching here 12 or 13 years. I was in the classroom as an English teacher for four of those years, and then I went to the library, and now I'm up in the office as a special projects director. Today I'll be interviewing my daughter, Madison Gianetto, who will be graduating in just uh, about a week. First question, did you enjoy school at Menachee? Yes,
4: I did enjoy school at
3: Menachee. How was high school different for you because your mom was a teacher on campus?
4: It was honestly better because I got to bug her all the time, and if I ever needed anything, she was right there. I didn't have to worry about, like, Mom, come pick me up. Like, she's already here, so I just went and saw her. What kind of student were you? The absolute best one. (laughs) Uh, Straight-A student. Val- I'm going to be valedictorian at the graduation ceremony. I worked really hard in school, and my mom pushed me to work really hard as well. What would you do for fun? i play tennis or hang out with my friends or my mom. love my mom. Um, or watch Netflix. I do that a lot, too.
3: How will your classmates remember you?
4: I feel like even now they talk about me and my tennis career because I am going to play tennis in college. They talk about that a lot. So I feel like that's one way they'll remember me because there's not a lot of people that come in here and are – they may be good in different sports, but not a lot of them come in here and are good at smaller sports like tennis or golf or something like that.
3: What are your best memories of grade school or high school?
4: Well, I go to school with my cousin, Mia Pingilly, and I've had her in school for too many years to count, but I just have a lot of good memories with her because we obviously hang out outside of school and in school, and so we have a lot of good laughs in class and,
3: and in, on our breaks and stuff, I think. Was there a teacher or teachers who had a particularly strong influence on your life? And if so, tell me about them.
4: Okay, so I have a couple. So from freshman year, I had Jennifer Lewis as an English teacher, and she was a huge support as a person and impact on my life because she just every day was just telling us how we could be strong people and be independent because as freshmen, you know, you come in, you don't really know anything. Uh, I had Mr. Winner for math sophomore year for math three and he was great because I love the way he taught math and just really explained it all down even if I didn't think I needed it he took it back to the basics and I had Mr. Adams for band for two years and music theory this year and I've just really built a relationship with Mr. Adams throughout those years and it's just nice to always have these teachers on campus that you know you can turn towards if you ever need it. I think Mrs. Freed is probably one of my favorite math teachers. She is extremely smart and I feel if I ever have a problem with math or anything I can go and talk to her because a lot of people don't know who she is, but if you do know her and you know her well after take, I've taken her class for two years now, it's just a, it's a different kind of bond that you form with a teacher.
3: Are there any other teachers that might have retired that have a huge impact on your life?
4: Mr. Miller and Mr. Merce- Mr. Massé definitely had a huge impact on my life. I had Mr. Massé sophomore year for biology, and he's, okay, so my family, my dad's side of the family is Italian, and Mr. Massé is also Italian. And so within the first week of school, we bonded over, Them both being Italian and the fact that he came from Italy on the same boat as my grandparent and my aunt did. And I've just really formed a connection with him, and I'm still in touch with him today, even though he's in Tennessee. And Mr. Miller, I had him junior year for AP Biology, and he was just always a smiling face. I still talk to him today as well, but they both had a huge impact on me and just how hard I actually tried in school. And I would just consider them really close to me now, even just
3: because of the bonds I formed with them. Do you have any favorite stories from school? Well, I mean,
4: the most memorable moment was definitely falling down the stairs my freshman year. Walking out of the office, but I don't think that'd be a favorite. I don't know. Um, Maybe a favorite moment, not in school, but I won EYL individually for tennis three times, and each time just felt even more special than the last. And as a team, we won EYL twice, and that was just a great feeling because I feel like I really bonded with those teammates, and winning together was just awesome.
3: Okay, before you leave Menagee, what is the one thing you want me to know or remember?
4: That I'm your favorite child
3: and the best <laughs> one you got? Um,
4: I, want you to, I want you to remember that I love you and you really helped me through these four years of high school. I really don't know what I would have done if you weren't on
0: campus with me. We're going to switch roles, so Maddie's going to ask her mom some questions.
4: Do you remember what was going through your head when you first saw me?
3: Wow. Um, I couldn't wait to see what you look like, and I knew before you were even born that I absolutely loved you, and the minute that I saw you, I just thanked God because you were such a blessing, and you were beautiful then just like you are now. How did you choose my name? Well, I always wanted a girl named Madison. Um, My sister's name is Michelle, and my brother's name is Michael. And then um, my sister has Megan and Mason and Mia, and so I knew I wanted to follow in the tradition of having an M name. And then we watched that movie Splash, (laughs) and the mermaid on there was named Madison after Madison Avenue in New York. And so it always just stuck with me. What was I like as a baby? Um, you were a good baby. I, it, it's hard. It's hard for me to, like, think back about those days because it was so long ago. But um, you were you, were really, you were a really good baby. What was I like as a young child? <laughs> um, what were you like as a long uh, – you were very outgoing, just like you are now. You were always happy. Um you loved waking up in the morning. You always woke up in a good mood unlike today. <laughs> I'm not I'm not. I'm not you're uh, about. Um but you were just a joy. You always followed directions and for the most part never got in trouble.
4: Do you remember any of the songs you used to sing to me and can you sing
3: them now? Um I used to sing a couple of songs to you. The one is You Are My Sunshine, and the other one was what I had painted in your nursery, and it was after the book. Um, I'll love you forever. I'll like you for always. As long as you're living my baby, you'll be. As long as I'm living. So Yeah. And I'm not going to sing because I realized when I was going to school to be a teacher that I wasn't going to be an elementary school teacher because I had a horrible voice. So that's why I'm high school. Yeah. That's where you get it from.
4: What were the hardest moments you had when I was growing up?
3: I I guess the hardest moments for me as you were growing up would be those milestones and knowing when it would be appropriate for you to do things or not do things. Um, It's hard as a parent, even though your friends are going out and doing things, it's hard as a parent to still... Be a parent and, and structure and, and always have those roles and discipline. Um, I think that was the hardest part for me is, is knowing that you're a really good girl and a good child, but not always allowing you to do the things that you thought you wanted to do because I, I, we knew what was best for you. What was it like to see
4: me every day of my high school experience?
3: It was awesome. It was amazing. Um, I really didn't know what it would be like because I've never gone to taught where one of my children went to school at. Um, it was definitely a wonderful experience. It made the last four years working here a lot more enjoyable. Um, <laughs> I got to be a little bit more into the school spirit, knowing that, you know, you were here and you were a part of it. Um, I loved it. What, oh
4: wait,
3: if you could do everything again, would you raise me differently? Absolutely not. I absolutely love how you've turned out and I would not have done anything differently. What advice would you give me about raising my own kids? Oh my gosh, Um, I think the same advice that I've always given you and that's just to be true to yourself. And make sure you always own it, right? If, you, if, you, <laughs> if you're doing something and you know that you can't um, own that, then you shouldn't be doing it. And so I would just give you that advice and to always love your children no matter what. What are your dreams for me? Um, this is a hard one. My dreams for you would to be, I want you to be happy and I want you to be successful and I don't want you to live with any regrets. Um, I hope that you going away to college, that you find yourself, that you understand who you really are as a person and that you learn what makes you happy and that you are responsible always and that You have a family of your own someday that you love as much as I love you. Are you proud of me? I'm very proud of you. I have enjoyed watching you grow. I enjoyed all of our long drives to and from Bakersfield for a tennis. Um, You are everything that I hoped you would be and then some.
4: Okay, last question. Why am I the favorite child over Ethan?
3: I don't have a favorite child. You are both my favorite children. I added that one in.
0: (laughs) Part three of our special episode of Meet Me at a Walk Down Memory Lane celebrating graduation uh, 2019 will be an interview between Katie Land and her mom. Jennifer Gianetto. Hi, everyone. My name is Jennifer
5: Mancibo Gianetto, a graduate of Menangie High School with the class of 1990. I am currently on campus teaching for the Tulare County Office of Education in our Excel program, which serves students with moderate to severe disabilities. And it's an honor to be a member of the Marauder campus. I have a few questions for my daughter, Katie. Katie, did you enjoy school at Menachee?
6: Yeah, I enjoyed coming to Menachee. It was a really fun experience, and I got to do things that were sometimes out of my comfort zone. Um, I got to meet a lot of amazing people and work with a lot of amazing people. And it was a really great experience.
5: Katie, so how was high school different for you because your dad was a t- <laughs> So, Katie, how was high school different for you because your mom was a teacher on campus?
6: Honestly, it was kind of nice because anytime I like forgot my lunch or forgot food or anything, I could just go in, stop in, say hi, check out what you had to eat. <laughs> It was nice just knowing, like, peace of mind. What kind of student were you? I think I was a good student. I hope. I mean, I'm happy with how my high school studies turned out. Um, There's things that I think I could have done differently, but overall, I think I was fairly successful in high school. (laughs)
5: What do you? What would you say that you do for fun?
6: What I do for fun. Well, in high school, I played water polo and I swam. And I don't think I would consider what I do for fun conventional high school, what everyone in high school thinks they'll do for fun. Um, I don't know. I mean, I enjoy spending time with friends and things like that. But I don't think there would be a reality TV show about how my high school experience went, if that's how you could describe it. But I still had fun and hanging out with friends and meeting new people.
5: How will your classmates remember you?
6: I think my classmates will remember me by... Maybe how myself I was in high school. Like, I didn't really attempt to be something that I wasn't. Um, And I just tried to be myself and hopefully impact other people's lives in a positive light. I mean, maybe that didn't happen for everyone, but hopefully that's how they remember me.
5: What are your best memories from grade school and then high school? Grade
6: school, most of my memories would probably come from more recently, like middle school. Um, A lot of the friends that I had from kindergarten, I kind of reunited with in middle school. And that was really fun. And we might not be the closest of friends now, but it was just really fun having those people to come into high school with. And then once I got into high school, having a bunch of new memories with starting water polo and swimming, and it really took me out of my comfort zone. And it was just fun, a fun time.
5: Was there a teacher or teachers who had a particularly strong influence on your life? And tell me about those.
6: I have a few teachers that have had a strong influence on my life, in high school and not in high school. Um, I don't think I really have time to talk about all of them, but most of them had basically the same influence of just reminding me that it's okay to be yourself and to keep striving for what you want, even though sometimes that's going to be different than what other people want for you
5: or for themselves. Do you have any favorite stories from school?
0: Um,
6: I'm trying to think. Not really that I can think of off the top of my head. Can we just, like, explain that question? Okay.
5: And before you leave Menachi, what is one thing you want me to know or remember?
6: Um, That I'm really thankful that you're my mom, and I'm glad that, You've been on campus for the last three years because I think it was really fun to savor those memories and moments, and I love you. I love you too,
5: with all my heart.
6: <laughs> Hi, I'm Katie Land, a graduating senior of the class of 2019 at Menachee High School. And I'm here with my mom today, Jennifer Mancibo Gianetto, and I have a few questions to ask her. So, the first question I have for you is Do you remember what was going through your head when you first
5: saw me? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, the day you were born? I was so grateful to see you because you were stubborn from the get-go. Bless your little heart. Oh, my goodness. And I thought, perfect. Everything was going great. Being born on a Sunday, Sunday children's full of grace. And then you came on Monday. But when I saw your beautiful face, oh, my goodness, my life changed forever. And I'm extremely proud of you from day one. This is a great one.
6: How did you choose my name?
5: Well, I had two names chosen for you, um, but working in San Diego in the preschools, quite honestly, I would pay attention to certain attributes and personalities, and I just, I wanted a strong name, and I wanted a name that um, was meaningful for you. I had two, and then as soon as I saw your face, I knew for a fact that it was Katie and not Kimberly. Kimberly.
6: What was I like as a baby and then as a young child?
5: <laughs> you were beautiful and strong willed and determined and independent and loving and loyal and just beyond your blessings to your family have always exceeded expectation. So, extremely grateful that God chose you to share me.
6: Do you remember any of the songs you used to sing or play for me? And can you sing any of them now?
5: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, soundtracks (laughs) are an important part of our lives for sure. I think you had a soundtrack for every birthday party that (laughs) you ever had. Um, oh my goodness, it started. We all we made a CD before you were even born that we would play with lullabies in foreign languages and just encouraging that brain development. <laughs> um coming, you know, from San Diego State right after as a child development major. We learned all those things, but um ain't no mountain high enough, my brown eyed girl. Oh my goodness. Um I'm drawing a blank on the Oh my goodness, I'm trying to like. There are so many. We were constantly singing or talking. I was always kind of teased about the fact that I was constantly in conversation with this young infant that couldn't talk back. <laughs> but I wouldn't change it for the world. What were the hardest moments you had when
6: I was growing up?
5: Probably... Um, First of all, I'm grateful for those hard moments because I think they've shaped our family um, into the way they need to be. But some of the hardest moments were learning to let my plans go and be open to what God's plans were for us and um, striving through adversity. You don't plan for that. Um, But um, some of the hardest moments were moving forward in some very tough times, Um, but you your grace and your beauty through all of that um, helped make us all stronger.
6: What was it like to see me every day of my high school experience?
5: As a mom, I look forward to that every day. I loved seeing you and your friends and It's a blessing to be here on campus and to see the ins and the outs and the good and the bad and to be there for the hard times and to be there in the celebratory times. And I consider it an ultimate blessing to be able to see you every day. Well, almost every day.
6: If you could do everything again, would you raise me differently?
5: Oh, my goodness. Well... I think that we there are mistakes upon our journey, um, and I would I would maybe I don't know that's such a hard question that is such a hard question. Um, I would always strive to do the best for you and to attempt to create as many opportunities for you um, gosh, maybe, maybe throw in some more traveling opportunities. Um, but other than that, I think we've worked really hard to walk in God's purpose for what he's laid out for us. And so in that belief, I would say I would do it all over again. That's good to know. (laughs)
6: What advice would you give me about raising my own kids?
5: My goodness, Katie, um, you're an inspiration to me in so many ways. I would just pray that you continue to be prayerful and committed to your morals and your values, and that you just instill those into your children with a priority of God's purpose, um, and that you just allow for their independence to be patient in allowing their own personalities to shine and just always continue to encourage and just love.
6: And what are your dreams for me?
5: My dreams for you are to live a full life of God's purpose and to share your impact Openly and just continue to shine and to live a full and life full of happiness. And I know that will come to you because you've set those standards and you strive so hard. I just wish and pray that your life is full and you, your, you, you yourself and your family is enriched and as well as you enrich the lives of others.
6: And finally, are you proud of me
5: so far? Katie, there are no words to express my pride for you. You celebrate with humility. You strive through adversity with grace. And I have learned more from you than I think that I've ever taught you. (laughs) And I just pray and I. Thank the Lord for blessing me with you. You are a beautiful soul. (laughs) I couldn't be any more proud. And I'm so excited to see what the future holds
0: for you. Okay, part four of our special graduation episode is going to be with Mr. Abiyag and Mr. Abiyag.
7: Hi my name is Herb Abbiak and I'm a graduate of Menachee High School class of 1991. I'm now currently teaching here at Menachee. This is my 21st year or finishing up my 21st year. And now I'm going to ask my son here Spencer a few questions. First question will be did you enjoy Menachee, did you enjoy school at Menacee? Uh Fairly
8: so. I was able to learn a lot of things while being here at Menachee and was able to experience a really good life and an enjoyable setting here while at Menachee.
7: How was high school different for you because your dad was a teacher on campus? Um, it was fairly different for me
8: because I always had someone there to check up on me and be able to take me home. I was also able to have really good food that you would bring that mom would cook for us So, and just always have a room to go to was very nice and enjoyable for me
7: what kind of student were you
8: um, <clears throat> I'd say I was a relatively good student I focused on studies while still enjoying high school um, and I just tried to make the most of it and enjoy a lot while still being a good student
7: um, what would you do for fun
8: For fun, I'd mostly indulge in extracurricular activities like choir, or I'd probably mostly go out with friends and just go eat and have a good time.
7: How will your classmates remember you?
8: Uh, My classmates would probably remember me as the serious type, um, looking for mostly efficiency and working towards a common
7: goal. What are your best memories of... Grade? Grade school or high school? Um,
8: One of the best memories I've had in high school was going to Heartland Christian Camp with choir my senior year and getting to enjoy the camp and having a good time with everybody, talking and enjoying with my parents or you guys and a lot of my friends and you guys getting to meet them and just spending a lot of time together and enjoying it.
7: Was there a teacher or teachers who had a particularly strong influence on your life, and tell me about them?
8: Well, one of them, of course, is you, because you are my dad. So you've been here for about 18 years of my life. So pretty big influence on me. Uh, You've taught me everything I've known. So that's one of the big things. Another teacher would be Mr. Sutherland, as he's taught me how to sing, and he's taught me also how to be a great leader and express myself and. Taught me how to lead others and be there for others and inspire others and be helpful to the community.
7: Do you have any favorite stories from school?
8: Um, from school, I'd say probably just uh, Mr. Wagner's class. Learning a lot from him and just making jokes with a few of my friends, John and Kimwell. And we would just joke about chemistry, but we'd still have good grades and pass the class, so.
7: And for our last question, before you leave Manachi, what is one thing you want me to know or remember?
8: That I'm thankful for everything you guys have done for me and raised me to be a great man and always giving me support, no matter what I'm doing, where I'm going, and always caring for me and showing me love.
7: And now I'm gonna turn it over to my son Spencer to ask me a few questions.
8: Hello, my name is Spencer Abiyog. I am a senior at Menachi High School and will be graduating with the class of 2019. Uh, in school, I am, in, I am the vice president of choir. I'm also in CSF and will be a seal bearer and I participate in a lot of extracurricular activities such as I also have a job and work at Spoons. Um, The first question I'll be asking my dad today is, do you remember what was going through your head when you first saw me?
7: You're our second child, so I kind of knew what to expect during childbirth, and I was in the room with with mom. And so so I wasn't too nervous, just excited, waiting to see you. Um, It did take a while for you to... To make some noise and cry and so it was kind of a little scary but good thing is you know you were fine next question is, is
8: how did you guys choose my name
7: we try not to choose a lot of J's since the whole family seems to start with J's and mom picks out a lot of name and most of the time I'll say no just because I'm a teacher and a lot of the names reminds me of other students so it was a tough decision and Spencer First thing I've heard was Spencer for Hire, and so I kind of wasn't for it for a while, but mom convinced me, and we came around and, and came up with your name. But well, mainly mom came up with that name. What was I like as a baby, as a young child? Oh, this is going to be fun. Um, you're very active, hyper, uh, just busy. Um, just running around the house, I, and you know, I, I tell stories to my my students all the time about you running into walls, and so I have to put it out there now. See, um, but yeah, that's the that's the one thing I remember is that you're very active, break dance, scare scare me to death sometimes when you spin on your head. But I had you know, we enjoyed it, and and that was a lot of good memories.
8: Do you remember any of the songs you guys used to sing to me? Can you sing them now?
7: The one that just popped up is itsy bitsy spider and i think i can read a few lyrics of it but um itsy bitsy spider went up the water spout down came the rain and washed the spider out something like that and then um now they're all going blank but i remember a lot of some of those songs we sang a lot of it and some of the barneys one too i don't know if i like those but um
8: what were the hardest moments you had when i was growing up
7: I don't think there was a lot of hard moments. I mean, the hard part was coaching. Um, Mom told me that I can start coaching. And I was trying not to get emotional, but that's too early. Um, But she said, you know, you can start coaching. And probably that was the hardest part. Lexi was probably eight years old, so before I started coaching, and you were five, so that was a tough part. Well, looking back now, um, just just that time spent, I felt like now that I look back more into it, that I, I kind of went into it a little early, um, so I felt like I shortened him a little bit.
8: It's all good. I turned out all okay. Uh. What was it like uh, to see me every day of my high school experience?
7: Um, Felt safe. Um, Seeing you around campus and and seeing you grow, that kind of helped, I guess, a little bit with, with me coaching early and seeing you around campus a lot and, you know, and just seeing you grow up to be the kind of man that you are now, you know, and just really proud of you.
8: If you could do everything again, would you raise me differently?
7: No. <laughs> um, I wouldn't change a bit. Um, probably I would change something more of, of me than anything about you. Um. We're just proud of, like I said, the kind of person you came out become, and you just, you know, just such a big heart. And so, and that's all you. What advice would you give me about raising my own kids? Have fun, enjoy them. Um, you know, be stern with them, but be also be fair. And allow them to make mistakes and let them do what they want to do. Don't, you know, don't force them to do things that they don't want to do. Just enjoy it. You know, enjoy the moment with them. And, and there's going to be flaws and, you know, there's going to be good things and bad things. But you take the good with the bad.
8: What are your dreams or aspirations for me in life?
7: For you to be successful and live a happy life. Which I know you will have a very successful life and hopefully you know find that special one like I did back in high school. Um, but yeah, that's that's the main thing, just for you to be happy and you know hopefully I'll be able to enjoy more of your years and grow old. <laughs> so
8: don't worry, you will. I'll find the right one. Um, well, don't worried, about
5: <laughs>
7: that. Uh, are you proud of me? I've said that twice now so i think that that answers the question but of course um i couldn't be any prouder of you know the man the person that you become and the the type of examples that you you know exemplify um yeah you just you've turned out you know you and your sister are very different but you know you guys have your special characteristics and and I couldn't be any prouder. I mean, I know I don't say it a whole lot, and sometimes I think I get that from my dad. Um, but I hope you do realize that I am proud of you. I know you guys are proud of me, and it just means a
8: lot whenever you guys say it. And I, know, I know you guys have seen me, especially, like, on my birthday card. When you guys write, I'm proud of you. Like, I start crying. But, like, I know you guys are always proud of me, but it always, it just means something because I know that you guys have always been there for me and always will be there for me, and are always proud of me and everything I do.
0: Hello, hello, hello. Greetings from Marauder Territory. Our show today is a special one. You might want to prepare by grabbing yourself a box of tissues. You see, there's just something special about this time of year. Something special in particular about high school graduation. I'm sure it's something that every single listener out there can relate to. It's the closing of a chapter and the opening of a new chapter, an unknown chapter, an unfamiliar chapter. A chapter that is full of possibilities, anxieties, and joy ahead. Our show today, is a compilation of conversations between seniors from the class of 2019 and their parents, their parents who work at Menachee and have had the privilege of witnessing the high school journey of their child every day for the past four years. At the end of the episode, you will be treated with a different type of interview, a special interview, not between, a Menachi staff member and their student graduating this year, but a father-daughter interview, a father-daughter that both work as teachers at Manachi. You guessed it. I convinced my dad, Dave Kuntz, to come into the studio. So we hope you enjoy the show. And as always, if you would like to be a guest on our podcast, Meet Me at Menachie, a walk down memory lane, give us a call, contact us. We would love to get you down here. And remember to stay golden. Hello, my name is Emily Drum, I used to be Emily Koontz Drum, I graduated from Menachee in 2001, and today um, my dad and I are going to sit down for a little conversation. Dad,
9: say your name. Dad, say your name. Uh, No, my name is Dave Koontz, I graduated from Menachee in 1971, and I think I'm going to have a good time today because I get to interview one of my favorite, favorite, favorite all-time people. Mrs. M- Mrs. Emily Drum, otherwise known as Little Miss M. Kuntz. Tell me, Mrs. Kuntz, or Mrs. Drum, oops, do you enjoy working here at Menachee, the greatest place on earth?
0: Yes, I do. It's a great place to work. Um, we've started an alumni association since I've been here and that's been a lot of fun. We have really quality staff um, and we have amazing students and I just love being here and I get to carry on the tradition that you started as part of the first graduating class. So I think that's pretty special.
9: Well, we know it's special. Tell me, how is work different for you just because your favorite father is working at the same school?
0: I'm pretty sure I only have one father, so. <laughs> um, it's a really neat experience. Not very many people get to wake up every day and they know they're gonna get to see their mom and dad. And I know that when I come to work, I get to see you. And you always encourage me to get out of my cave, as you call it, or my room. And if you're on campus walking around, you always stop by. And you always get me lunch, too, which has been a common theme in a lot of the interviews that we've done for this episode is you know we get to go have lunch together, or I'll go buy you lunch, or you go buy me lunch. And it's just special because you're here. And not everybody gets that experience.
9: Well, I already know the answer to this, but what kind of a teacher do you think you are? How would you define yourself?
0: Oh, I. Some people think I'm a little crazy because I like to sing and dance a lot. I bring a lot of energy and enthusiasm to the classroom. I always try to make my lessons relevant and interesting. And I think from you, I've learned to be a good storyteller. And I think that's a really important of being a history teacher. Um, I always try to relate what's going on, what we're studying to life. And I love my students. Today, the students left, the seniors left campus, and I cried watching them leave. Good happy tears, Um, but it's because I love hard, and I love my students a lot, and I put a lot of emotion into my lessons every day. And my students are more than just a test score to me. And I think that that shows.
9: On a side note, we were both crying like little babies as the seniors were leaving campus. Tell me, Mrs. Drum, how do you think your classmates would remember you?
0: I don't really think that my classmates remember me for being anything like super spectacular. I wasn't like the very top of my class. Um, I played softball, but I was not like an outstanding player, I don't think. And um, I kept stats for girls varsity basketball for four years and that's something that um, I love to do gave me some great opportunities Um, I think that the energy that I carry in my classroom today might be some of the energy um, that I'm remembered for by my classmates Um, they used to call me mom in high school (laughs) because whenever they needed anything like a band-aid or Tylenol or something like that I always had it available so I think that they probably just remember me as being a very caring person
9: I remember you as a very caring daughter student this is always one of my favorite questions in any of these interviews what's your best memories what are some of your best memories from Menachee High School
0: some of my best memories I remember developing friendships and relationships with different people I tried to go to the volleyball games uh, the basketball games the football games I loved like the best memory I have, I remember so much, but the best memory I have is being on, taking the field in band for a field show and just walking out to the cadence and then getting to your spot and marching in place and then hearing the drum roll and you would would turn around and you'd turn around and you'd face the crowd and you'd hear this roar. That was just amazing, that anticipation of starting the field show. And then I remember doing the march forward in the straight line and we we went to macy's thanksgiving day parade my freshman year but we we always had a large band um and we could basically cover the field twice we went from end zone to end zone almost twice and that that final march forward was you know the climax climax of the the show and that adrenaline carrying on that tradition that i think is the most amazing feeling most amazing memory that I have. I also remember, while we're on the band note, I got to speak at our final um, performance at um, the auditorium and I gave a speech thanking Mr. Anderson for his years. And I remember saying that you were in his first class and I was honored to be in his last class at Menacee. And so that's one of the things that I remember.
9: Choking up here. Tell me, was there a teacher or teachers who had a particularly strong influence on your life? Talk about them.
0: I can talk about pretty much every teacher that I've ever had, starting with Miss Patterson at Rockford, Mrs. DePauli in second grade, Mrs. Sidwell in third grade, Mr. Frank um, in fourth grade, um, Mrs. Holly, Mr. Alvarado, Mr. Schultz. I mean, I can go on and on and on. Um, That was just grade school. In high school, Mr. Funderburg. He is an icon. And I don't think, I think that as a student, I remember things differently than I do as a teacher, but I remember his pace. It was very consistent, Um, but you learned a lot and he didn't take crap from anybody and I love it. And then Mr. Hevner, oh my goodness, Mr. Hevner, the Hal Hevner, you've been telling me stories, you had been telling me stories about him for a long time and that was wonderful. Um, In the third grade, you brought me to Menachi with my sister to um, watch the band practice. And I remember you taking me in there, and that was the first time I remember meeting Mr. Anderson. And you wanted me to become involved in band, and I wasn't sure about that. And you said, Just do it for one year. That's it. And I did it for all four. And I think Mr. Anderson had a great impact on all of us. Um, Mr. Hevner, again, amazing. One funny story about Mr. Hebner I I totally remember, and I told him this, too, when I ran into him. I was complaining and whining in AP U.S. history, and finally he said, Koontz, shut up or get out. I was like, okay. And I think over time that helped me develop grit, you know, when I struggled in classes. Um, But one of my all-time favorites is the Julie Hill. Uh, Julie Hill was my world history teacher my sophomore year and actually is the one that got me into that AP U.S. history class with Mr. Hebner and I came back and I did my student teaching under her and I'm back at Menachee because her journey has taken her to Mount Whitney and um, I got to not take her place but try to fill her shoes and I think that those are those are the teachers that have impacted me the most.
9: Hal Hevler Hevner is the most awesome teacher, and Mr. Anderson is the greatest. Greatest memory I have as a teacher. Um, do you have any favorite stories from school itself?
0: I remember our senior year. My friend's dad had a camper, and so like I don't know if it was for Mo Olympics or something, but we had T-shirts, and everybody rode to school in the camper. And I always remember Mo Olympics. Um, there were always a lot of different groups out front. And just the spirit, that was just amazing. I just remember that.
9: Very cool. Before you leave Menachee, what's the one thing you want me to know or remember about you?
0: Well, you're going to retire before me. so. <laughs> but when you leave Menachee, I guess, when you retire, I just want you to know how much I love you. And as proud of you, as proud as you are of me, I'm even more proud to be your daughter. And last year when we were doing the 50th, um, the alumni celebration, the Galen, all that kind of stuff, I totally name drop you. I always say, my name is Emily Kuntzstrom. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Nate, uh, my kid's preschool teacher, he's like, hey, you're your own person, but I'm so proud of I'm so proud of that Koontz part of my name. And um, I'm also proud of my drum last name, but I'm so proud of that Koontz part of my name. And so I just want you to know how proud I am of you. And when it comes to the teachers that have really inspired me, you're there. You're you're there. You're like, you and mom are number one. And I know I haven't mentioned my mom a whole bunch um, in this podcast and in this conversation. But both of you have been my greatest teachers. You've overcome obstacles. You've developed, you know, helped me to develop grit and perseverance. And I remember in high school you telling me, I wish I could give you a brand new car. And I am so thankful that you weren't able to because I feel that you have given me so much more than like material things. And the struggles, whatever struggles we have been through have been so worth it because we are a close family and it means the world to me. And that's what I try to give and I'm trying to give to my kids now. So I think you've done a good job. Okay, so now it's my turn to ask you some questions. And there's a box of tissue next to you. (laughs) so my first question for you is do you remember what was going through your head when you first saw me
9: oh my goodness um, the, she you were my second child not my first and so I had a little idea of what was coming but this was back in the old days when you didn't go into the delivery room with your wife you stayed outside and uh, awaited the great news but I remember the first time I saw you in your mother's arms and by the way folks these technical difficulties technical difficulties we're having are the tears that keep uh, dropping into the microphone here I'm having a hard time keeping my voice going Uh, the first time I I uh, saw you in your mother's arms uh, I thought it was another miracle And then the first time I took you in my own arms um, and got to name you Emily Ann with an E, um, I thought it could not get any better ever, and it didn't.
0: Which brings me to my next question is, how did you choose my name?
9: I had these names as I was growing up, um, and I don't mean when I was 10 years old, but when I as I was getting older and and uh, I got, we got married, I got married to your mother and um, we had all these names and, and your mother and I made a deal that if it was a boy, because your mother was sure you were a boy, just like she was sure your sister was a boy, that if it was a boy she would get to name you, but if you were a girl I would get to name you. And I uh, I loved the name Emily Ann, but I wanted it to be special, and so I thought Emily Ann with an E was so special. And I had read the name in a book, and that was how it first came to my attention. And I cannot remember the name of the book, which I know sounds terrible, but I could not, I can't remember the name of the book. I've read a few since then, but I just thought Emily Ann with an E was a special name for a special girl
0: what was i like as a baby or as a young child growing up in high school maybe that kind of stuff
9: well we didn't think you could hear uh until you were about in the third grade we had to take you to a specialist because we you never talked not third grade i was like four okay earlier i'm glad you have it before kindergarten kindergarten, you have a better memory than i but we we were afraid you couldn't talk because you couldn't hear uh you were the quietest baby but you were always i will say this you were always able to make your point literally you would grunt point pull Uh, you were always able to make your point you were quieter than your sister Um, you were never your sister you were always your own person growing up you were never your sister uh, and I know I never compared you to your sister. We I made that now, and I know your mom didn't either, but I know I never compared you to your sister because you were so different from her and because I just don't believe in comparing kids. As you grew up, uh, your sister was, if I was going to say anything, I would say your sister is more like me and you're more like your mother and your grandmother, and I've said that before. Um, she's very outgoing. She uh, she's much louder than you, uh, which is not a bad thing. You were more like your mother with with the greatest of hearts and the patience, and everybody called you mom. So it wasn't just me that saw that. But uh, I was never afraid for you, never. Uh, some parents worry about their kids, but I was never afraid for you because I knew you were smart. I knew you were you were. Uh, outgoing in your own way and I never ever worried about you and as again you weren't your sister you didn't behave like your sister you didn't try to emulate your sister but as you grew older it was obvious you were your own person and it was obvious that that person was a strong uh, self-disciplined self-motivated person Uh, it's never changed uh, even as a teacher uh, you have that that same drive, that same self motivation. Uh, I tend to gush, and I'm doing that right now. So I'll let her get back at it.
0: Yeah, you're like you're taking over the interview. Okay, what were without going into too much detail? What were some of the hardest moments you had as I was growing up?
9: Uh, you brought it up. You brought it up first. Uh, We had some financial difficulties uh, back in the middle 90s. And uh, because of that, I could not buy my kids the things that I wanted to buy them. And I felt it embarrassed me. Um, It hurt me because I always wanted you to be able to do things with your friends, and I saw what they had. But uh, then as I've grown older, even though I wanted to, you're absolutely right, it was the best thing that ever happened to you. Uh, but I think that was that was the toughest thing were the financial tough times.
0: What is it like to see me every day at Menachee?
9: I'm going to move right into uh, one of the questions that you're probably going to ask me later on, which is, uh, what is my favorite fondest memory of Menachee High School? And my favorite, fondest memory of all time, and always will be, seeing you at school at Menachee every day.
0: Okay. I'm not going to ask you that question, but thanks. Um, Was there, is there a teacher or teachers at Menachee that had a profound influence on your high school experience and now your teaching experience?
9: Once again, it's amazing. Uh, The three teachers that influenced me the most. Hands down, uh, Mr. Funderburg, uh, whom I ha- I never had any more fun with another teacher than him. Um, the heart attack, April Fool's Day prank would rank all time at Menachie with anybody. Uh, but he, he was he was he was influential. I was a student aide to him, and again he was very consistent. And he was such a he's such a great he was a great educator. Uh, Hal Hevner, he's the one that got me early on to um, love history I loved history everything about history uh, he had such a great way of teaching and he knew everything about history I I don't think you'd have to go back to the Jurassic period before he you would find a time when he couldn't give you specifics and then personally there's no doubt Dale Anderson was my greatest mentor my idol and my friend. He, uh, he's still alive, thank goodness. Uh, he influenced me in so many ways. He wanted me to be a teacher. He knew I needed to be a teacher before I did. Um, he showed me things about coaching that I still use as a coach. But most important, he was the most charismatic person I've ever met and just influenced everything. When you were absolutely right about being the band and, and taking that first step on a parade route and the pride that he instilled in our band and the pride that he instilled in ourselves and the confidence he gave us to march in places like New York and Florida and, and at competitions. You can't trade that for anything. He was He was simply the most influential person that I ever knew in education.
0: If you could do any, if you could do everything over again, would you raise me differently? No. Okay. What advice would you like to give me about raising my own kids?
9: Raise them like we raised you because we came out. You came out so well. I just don't think you could do any better.
0: What are your dreams for me?
9: I already know you're as good a mother as your own mother. I already know that you're a better teacher than I've ever been. And I know you're probably a better person than I ever will be. So my dreams are for you to live long and prosper as they said on Star Trek. And uh, I dated myself. But uh, just keep being the way you are. That's my dream. Because then you'll be a shining example for all these kids here. Just keep doing what you're doing. It's doing well.
0: And the last question for me is, or for you, sorry. Last question for you. Are you proud of me?
9: Oh, my gosh. Um, Yes. They're in... No uncertain terms. On a scale of one to one hundred, I am about a one fifty proud of you. Yes, to watch you every day at work, to see you the way you are dedicated to your profession, dedicated to our school. I will put it place put it out there that I begged you to come here to teach with me, and I thank God every day uh, that you decided to do so. And if this sounds like a mutual gush, gushy session, it is. Uh, Because I get the opportunity and I'm going to take it.
0: All right. Thank you. Stay golden.